Hey, let's get started. I'm ready to go. Let's go. Go. Yep. Also, the wave is worse than clapping. Um. Well, what are you clapping to? Oh. Well, how about this? Start the fucking game. Start it. Start it. Everything. Which Which Batman villain would you say is each team? Start it. No. Hello and welcome to episode 51 of the Decide Schematic Advantage. I am Andy, uh, living in Columbus, Ohio. Who let us do 51 of these? Hey, you know what's the interesting thing? <laughs> I like how we say where we're from every time. Why do we have to do that? I don't know. All right. But I'm joined by a uh, liquored up Andrew. It's not liquor if you just drink beer. It's just it's beer. No, you're... <laughs> It's beard up, Andy. Beard up. How, how many beers deep are you? Uh, okay, do we are we counting tolls as one or seven? You know, what? Why would you count them what, as seven? What? They're very tall. I think it's two. That's some Ohio stuff. Uh, let's see, like three talls and no, two talls, three let's shorts. Let's say ten beers. Let's just say ten beers. Two in. talls and three shorts. Ten beers. Two. In. Wait. A gr- Hold on. Okay, so I would say four, seven beers. We had a happy hour after work. A happy hour turned into happy hours. We're joined uh, further south by Tom. I'm a lot more sober than uh, Andrew. That's how you're going to tell. Hello, it I also today. had seven beers. No, did not. <laughs> and we're joined I, by Mike. It, it sounded like Tom said he had seven beers to me. Okay. Hello, I also had it seven did. beers. <laughs> beers. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I am but, stone but, cold sober. Bears. I wish I wasn't. Bears. 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 Roll damn tired. I roll bears. damn tired on that ass. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. Right, say that again. Right. Bears beats Nothing. Battlestar Galactica. Uh, the yep. office reference. Anyway, we're going to keep this moving. Uh, we got two more podcasts after this week before the season officially starts. We actually Although have a big podcast some games we'd like, on that week. Right? We're going to record a podcast yeah, I mean, every day recording. until now, until the season. So tune in. We will preview uh, how many days we have until the season starts on those days. <laughs> Sorry, the air horn completely distracted me from whatever you were saying there. So next week, I think we're doing conference predictions. We are. And questions and lock card cold picks of the season. Ooh. Why don't we just do that today and like skip a week? No, nope. not, not a fun do event. something. Nope. Because I know, listen, nope. this, this this podcast is probably going to go over because this one will contain a Georgia corner. So, you know, sit tight. Don't oh, come on. We're I got not, that all out of my we're system. We're not going to have time. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been I've been talking to somebody who's not on this podcast in Discord, and we've been talking, and I got it out of my system. I'm I, good. I, I'm uh-huh, sure no the other person's been on the podcast at least for five seconds. I'm gonna let Andrew actually do the Georgia corner. Okay, yeah, I'll do the Georgia <laughs> corner. <laughs> I'm in. All right, Sub- uh, subscribe. So let's talk about. <laughs> let's talk about the uh also we we have to do podcasts next week we, we got to keep the momentum going can't skip weeks you know this is all about no. building our audience it's, and our brand it's no. like leg day never skip podcast day i like how we we're building i like right. how we're building a brand for a podcast that we can't decide a name on so what brand are we building exactly <laughs> oh we have a name do we? we're, we're stuck we're, with oh, it we're not professionals well, we do not I mean, follow the process of, we are not we a, paid for our a, opinions a certain fan we had a certain fan uh, 
I don't know if you'd say fan. We had a person that listens to this um, shit show that is uh, working on a website for us. And if that ever actually happens and we figure out hosting for it, he's which your... will cost somebody money, which means me, I guess. Yes. Then, well, like Andrew, um, he's the uh, he's it. the dink, isn't he? Yeah. He's the dink. Um, all right. So let's get into the content. So, uh... Who are the lecture of... Another coach in the Big Ten uh, East big, is big, now on leave. Big, 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 big. The uh, this is at Maryland. If you've been under a rock, a player died following a workout there uh, under a turtle, and, as we like to say. Oh, yeah, yeah nice, nice. And uh, so DJ Durkin is the head coach. His strength coach and some other staffers have been put on administrative leave. And actually, after I wrote that. His strength coach was fired yesterday. It was finalized, at least. Yep. Uh, Pretty much. Fall fall on that sword, buddy. Yeah, well, um, hmm. Yeah, there's some... Okay, so DJ Durkin isn't the same coach that Tom has, like, hated forever, right? No, that's Dave Doran. Yeah, that's Dave Doran. Okay, okay. Okay, different. That's another DD name. Yeah, yeah. I understand. You know, as far as I know, Dave Dorn does not let anyone die under his watch. He's just a colossal douchebag. So, yeah, you know. I mean, yeah, it probably happens. Well, now it won't, right? Because someone else did it first. And so he's going to be on his best behavior. Yeah, everybody's going to be like, hey, make sure when somebody collapses on the field that you, uh, you know, take their temperature and maybe put them in an ice bath. Yeah, like, you know, now someone's over there at NC State being like, Dave, Dave. I know that's not how we do things around here, but we're going to have to pretend we care about our players for a little while because of this yeah. shit going down in Maryland. So, yeah. you know, best behavior, buddy. So, yep. Sounds good. I mean, like, you have to. Okay, so let's have a small little uh, discussion on this, but you have to know that uh, part of the goal of these strength and conditioning coaches is to kind of break these players down and would you say push it, them further than they would think you they say can it go. is to strengthen and condition them? I would say that. Yes, I, I would. I would say that. So part of that conditioning is to push them past their limits of what they think they are. Sure. Push it to the limit. So, um, however, so, who's, so, whose responsibility was it to call the paramedics? Because I wonder if that was the strength coach or not. That really should be the head athletic trainer I've, who actually yelled to some other players saying get his ass off of the field, like carry his ass off the field. I feel like it should be everyone who's on the field who noticed a player was uh, in a seizure. Yeah. I should feel, say, yeah. hey, yeah, hey everyone, like, let's chill the fuck call. out for a second. Maybe we should and... call the paramedics. <clears throat> maybe we should like feel his forehead, um, maybe uh, take his temperature. I'm not a doctor, but this man is convulsing. <laughs> you know, uh, related story, one time I was at work and some dude just went into a seizure. We, however, called that the paramedics like immediately. That uh, happened at my work like six months ago. And you know what? He was mad that we called the paramedics because he didn't want to pay for the ride to the hospital. Eight hundred dollars. <laughs> he was like, he was problems. like, he was like, I seize all the time. It's fine. I was like, well, fuck, man, you never told us. We didn't know. You're like he on the ground like, all the time, convulsing. What are we supposed to do? Y'all don't yeah, see totally shit. normal, guys. Get, give me like ten minutes. Yeah, I'll well, be good. he didn't say. He, he was when he came back like a couple hours later. Wait, he came back a couple hours later? Yeah, I mean, I mean, after the hospital, uh, like I, I said, mean, he said it happens all the time. I mean, I feel like fine. I would just be back. like, oh, well, I'm just gonna, you know, I'll work from home the rest of the day. Well, he came back to get his stuff, and then he went back home. Send it with him on the ambulance. 
It's weird. He was fine. I mean, he, okay. his arm was in a sling because apparently, like, he <laughs> tore a muscle in his arm or something because when he was seizing. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah this, uh, this is pretty. So this is totally normal. This is totally normal, guys. I just tear muscles in my arms, and yeah, you know, this yeah, is it's fine. All good. Um, so let's touch on uh, on this where uh, somebody asked Will Muchchamp the other day during a press conference because DJ Durkin used to work for him at some point, and instead of talking about the player that died and how unfortunate all that was, Will Muschamp goes on a rant about anonymous sources. Um, speaking out to the media about the toxic culture that was going on and bullying and all this stuff at uh, Maryland, which included like the some of the strength coaches like throwing weights at players and. So what do you do? All, what do you do? Of names. What do you do if you're Will Muschamp? Right, this is like Durkin is literally the only branch of his coaching tree, right? So. You don't. I mean, what you, is that really a tree? Is it more like a bush? I mean, it's what it is. It's a twig. Here's what you it's do. It's a Charlie it's Charlie sapling. Brown tree. Here's what you do. Okay. It's yeah, like that Christmas yeah. tree. You say nothing. That's what you do. He has, a, he has a saddest Charlie Christmas tree, tree of a coaching tree. <laughs> oh man, that might be an episode title. Who knows? Uh. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean. You, I guess what what else is he supposed to do? I mean, no, I, I mean, supposed to be he's supposed to be a decent human being, your... but I think you know that ship sailed a long time ago with Will Muschamp. So, you know, <laughs> I think that you can stick up for your friend and say, you know, I, I've known DJ Durkin to be a, a good man to do things with integrity. Um, you know, I, my heart goes out to the family of the kid that died. I'm sure that they're going to do everything that they can to get the bot get to the bottom of what happened, uh-huh. and then he basically just stopped talking. No, he wants to talk about how the player who died was a soft-ass bitch and that um, people shouldn't be anonymous sources. Whatever. Sure. Yeah, and he does. And it, so, the funny thing is that immediately after he said that you know people that speak to anonymous sources or this or that, then a bunch of people in the media are like, uh, Will Muschamp talks to us as an anonymous source all the time about other coaches. <laughs> <laughs> So, is so does this pretty much confirm that he's like a, a trumper? Hey, you want to hear yeah. something even funnier? I, I mean, feel like every co- every coach in yeah. the college football is a trumper. Yeah, by the I'm way, but sure. I mean, I got bad news for you if you think your coach is not. But the best part of all I this, mine's this is there's no really best part. But the South Carolina president or AD or someone backed up Wilson Muschamp's comments. Like that whole that whole just program is a shit show. The, uh, we, we've been corrected in our live comments by our live studio audience that Will Muschamp did express condolences. It just wasn't in the soundbite that went around. I think that the way he could have fixed that and made sure that that was the focus of all the soundbites was if he just didn't go on that actually, rant. And he just actually, the comment like, is wrong. It was uh, clarified later after he got uh, rightfully burned for what he said. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, that happened. Will Muschamp's still a dick, and DJ Durkin is on administrative leave. And do we quickly think that he will um, get fired or no? So stereotypical mm. Georgia ban. What? Well, so here's so the thing: now? DJ Durkin doesn't have a national championship in a bunch of you know ten win seasons, so he'll probably get fired instead of them pretending to have an investigation for a few weeks until everyone forgets. Uh yeah, the Ohio State model. Yeah, listen, right. listen. I'm not to, I'm to not touch listen. on the Ohio State. You want to tell Ohio me what your 995 model. site told you today that we should all hear? No, about? 
I'm okay. going to say that everyone is on this. Consp- I'm going to say everyone is on this conspiracy theory that Ohio State won't fire a coach that is uh, should be fired. I'll have you know, we fired our last four uh, Hall of Fame <laughs> the coaches. La- the one before Urban was the not last- the coach. <laughs> he was a Hall of Fame. He's in the Hall of Fame. I'm not. No, the guy in between Trestle and uh, and Urban. That doesn't count. That's it. Why doesn't it coach. count? He He's an interim coach. coach. Mm. Luke Fickle wasn't he there for he a whole inter- year? Yeah, but he was interim because Trestle interim got for fired. Interim, he got fired like he was, right after the spring game. Yeah, but if you're <laughs> coaching for a whole year, you're not the interim coach. He's interim coach. This is that's some bullshit. Interim coach. Okay, fine. We skipped one generation and then fired four previous uh, Hall of Fame coaches. Coaches. So the fact coaches. that the 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 notion that a high state is scared to fire a a coach also Trestle was was getting like progressively worse they were looking for an excuse progressively worse yes you're insane okay so anyway um every time that uh that I hear Andrew start to speak I I like for some reason picture him going listen and then having like a hiccup listen <laughs> <laughs> listen listen <laughs> We're going to win. Uh, the Eagles go. <laughs> he's, our, he's our baby, baby. What was that guy's name? The, the, the uh, Eagles guy? I don't know. I forget what the QB, the QB's name was. It was like Jeff somebody or something. Anyway, Jeff, uh, let's talk about... Jeff somebody. Jeff somebody. Jeff somebody. The best, uh, the best Eagles quarterback. Who is in the SEC? I will re- refresh you. Most uh, of these schools don't matter, but yep. only only one have... does. Why are we going to pretend? Okay, just let me say it so we can get through this fucking bullshit. Okay, East. Hey, Florida. he Boy, admitted you it. Should, he should have admitted it. He should have. This is all you bullshit. You should have Andrew guess who's on in each division. Because I think after oh, the, 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 the obvious ones, it's going to get hard for him. Uh, He's probably already it, looked at this. I have not. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he I have has not. not. SEC fans okay, are so East. obnoxious. Name the teams. East. Okay. Let's think about this. <laughs> okay. Florida. Listen. Yep. Listen. <laughs> We're listening. Florida. Yes. Georgia. Yes. South Carolina. Yes. Tennessee. Yes. Vanderbilt. Yes. Uh, Kentucky. Yes. Okay. I know. I know the SEC is easy because it's fair. It's basically the East. Uh, how many? How many is in each? That's five, right? How that many was is in six. Each? You've done six. So there's one left. Uh, can I hit? No. No, because it's too. There's no way to hit. Is it a new school? I feel like it's a new school because think... they split up the two new schools. Okay. Which I feel like it wouldn't be Texas A&M, so I'm gonna go Missouri. Very, very well done. Correct. Now, who's in the West? Uh, Alabama. Yeah. Auburn, yeah. Arkansas, yeah. Uh, LSU, uh-huh. uh huh. Texas A and M, uh huh. He's gonna he's gonna say it. He's gonna he's gonna secretly throw in Illinois. <laughs> uh, uh, Notre Dame, uh-huh. Kansas. You got two uh, more, buddy. Come on. Uh, They're fairly irrelevant, so you know. Get down, get down. Okay, I got Auburn, I got Alabama, I got Texas A&M, I got Arkansas, I got Texas. Did I say Texas A&M? I got LSU. I got. Please do not slander these young men and uh, their families. <laughs> uh, holy shit! 
Why does it seem so hard all of a sudden? Uh, <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, 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 I'm missing, I'm missing one whole state. Ole Miss and Mississippi State. There you go. There you go. Did you look at a map yeah, to remember? No, no. I had to remember that I was missing an entire state. Mike. Can we stop the air horn, <laughs> <Jeez>. please? <laughs> all right. You got him. Yay. I did it. First one, I all think right. I've gotten correct. I don't think I could do the Big Ten correct. All right, we're gonna have some. Uh, we're gonna try to put them into tiers. Uh, there, we we couldn't rip off Mr. Connolly here, so because he hasn't finished his previews, he's doing his last one tomorrow. Uh, yeah, so we did our best to try to nah, put them into tiers. I did not agree to this tier. I want to. Yeah, can I say something? I mean, I know this uh, can probably. Yeah, sure. I know, I know this can probably send you down corner lane, but um. Isn't it a, pre- a bit presumptuous to put Georgia in tier one after one good season? Weren't they yes. seven and five two years ago? Yes. 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 Eight and five. Yes. Oh, okay. Great. Yes. <laughs> Y'all <laughs> won the bowl is... game. <laughs> um, We're just as good as everyone know. else. I don't know. I mean, you could put them down in uh, in tier two with uh, with our next team, Auburn. Yeah. Yeah. Who's currently by themselves, but I um I don't know. My my Auburn has Georgia beat Alabama same... more in the last five years than Georgia has. Can so. I can I finish? Can I finish? No. No. I mean So um Okay, go ahead. And Georgia's beaten Auburn in the past five years more than Alabama has, but that's not relevant. Anyway. Are you three balls it, in us? It's totally relevant. Three balls I mean, I mean, you guys hey, split hey, your series with hey, Auburn last year. Hey, it's, you're the same tier. It's fine. What? Alabama's won more in championships okay. in the really last five care. years than Alabama, uh, than Auburn or Georgia, or everyone really, or that. <laughs> Honestly, I really don't give a shit. But the, uh, I mean, you could put Georgia in the second tier with Alab- or with uh, Auburn. I really don't care. I would say Auburn's but, not that high. That's me. Well, I mean, you would be. I'm not going to say alone in that, well, but most people know. seem to think that they're the third team in the. Um, yeah, who's better than Auburn? The, I, fe- aside from I one feel. Or two. I feel like you guys are always forgetting that it's an ongoing investigation. So, I'm just saying <laughs> Auburn is a very up and down team, and they were just up. Well, right, but see, here's the problem. Here's a problem. The- okay, Auburn's up and down, but everyone <clears throat> below Auburn is just down all the time. That's that's why they're in their own tier by themselves, which is why the I Auburn the Auburn the tier, uh, the Auburn tier. Uh, so one one thing to Mike's point is that they've only had two or they've only had back to back ten win or more seasons once ever, and they won ten games a year ago, right? Or was it eleven? How often, 10 or 11? How often have you guys had back to back ten win seasons? I don't know. I haven't. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not sure. I more mean, than once. I know Alabama sure? for like eight or eleven years in a row. So. With Herschel, I think that they were undefeated one year. They had one loss the next year, and then one loss like the next year. So I, okay, I so we're going they, back to the early '80s, just so I'm sure. So I'm. I'm just so, saying, so at so least more than one here. time. Okay. I don't. I can't remember. What exactly. about what about ten times? I don't recall. Ten times what? He's trying to say that Alabama's done it ten, ten times. I don't know. It's uh, been a lot in a row. I know that Alabama and Clemson are the only two teams that have won ten games well, since t- listen, 2011. So when you get to play yeah. the Citadel every year, 
getting ten wins isn't hard. You get to play Illinois every year. They Purdue. get to play. The they get to <laughs> yeah. play Vanderbilt every year. Listen, nope, is, no, is Vanderbilt worse no. than Rutgers? Is that what you're saying? Maybe. No. Maybe. No. no. Maybe. No. Kentucky. Vanderbilt's projected to get Kentucky? like six wins this year. Kentucky? Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt consistently beats Tennessee. Kentucky. Oh, Tennessee is literally <laughs> oh, well. Tennessee is literally worse than any Big Ten team. So no, they are yep. not. No, not. So, South Carolina. I don't know how you just forget you have Rutgers in your in, Arkansas? in Illinois in your conference. LSU, Ole Miss, everyone but Alabama is worse than Rutgers. Put it on the board. Is that your lock hard oh cold God. pick of the season? Is it everyone below <laughs> Alabama will finish worse call, than Rutgers? Call call your coworkers and tell them you, you made up another bullshit little word. <laughs> put it put it on the board. The hot, <laughs> Rutgers the hot will win board. more games than thirteen out of the fourteen teams in the. That's SEC. what I do at work. I go put it on the board. Then someone writes it on the on the post-it notes, sticks it on my terrible predictions board. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I'm gonna uh, just run through these other tiers because they don't really matter. Uh, tier three is in no particular order, really. South Carolina, LSU, Mississippi State, Missouri, Florida, Texas A&M, and Kentucky. If tier it, four. SEC needs is, like five or six tiers because. I mean, honestly, it, no, it, 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 honestly, it, means, and it doesn't really. It should be like, tier one, tier two, and then tier F, and that's everyone below more. Auburn. It means more. Well, the problem, the yeah, the problem in doing this was that there's yeah, there's not a lot of separation between uh, teams four through fourteen. So um, in tier four, I have Tennessee, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, and Ole Miss. Um, that's what I had, Wait, and I don't so, think anybody so, really cares so, enough. To so argue. you do not believe in Matt Luke? Uh, are we talking about as a football coach or as a car salesman? Because he or, looks like a car salesman. Or as a manager at Denny's. A manager at Denny's? I can I see that. I love that, that that phrase, that quote. I don't know if I've ever, would probably I don't know if come I've ever over been and to ask a, us to be quieter if we were at Denny's. I don't think I've ever been to a Denny's. I don't think I've ever. You're had. not missing much. It, Waffle I House did. is much better. Yeah, well, yeah, well, but up, up further up north, there are no Waffle Houses, so you have to go There's to Denny's. tons of Waffle Houses here. When I lived yeah. in uh, Virginia, there were none, so I had to go to Denny's. There, okay, over by over by where Andy lives, there's literally a Waffle House on each side of the on each side of the expressway bridge. I mean, that's great. I'm yeah, glad that, you guys have them. Great. Okay, I'm just saying. When I was young, that we didn't have them, so I had to go to Denny's. Well, the world sucked when you were young. It did. Denny's obviously Denny's sucks. Uh, yeah, so. We'll go through your projected wins. These are um, from Vegas because these are not, uh, yeah, because Connolly's S and P plus numbers are not done for the SEC. Georgia, we got ten and a half wins. Florida, seven and a half. Uh, Missouri, seven and a half wins. South Carolina, seven. Under. Kentucky, six. Over. Yeah. Uh, I'm just Tennessee, say over, under. five and a half. Over. Vanderbilt, four. Over. Over. Uh, West, we've got Alabama at 11. Push. Auburn, 9.5. Under. Under. Mississippi State, 8.5. Under. Under. LSU, 7. Over. I want to say push. Under. I'm going to say push. Over. Ooh, push is close. Uh, Texas A&M, 7. Push. Over. I'm going over. Push. (laughs) Arkansas, 6. Push. Under. Ole Miss six under. 
Under. Yep. Okay, so there we go. Uh, let's now talk about... I saved this picture a couple weeks ago from CFB Film Room. Uh, we're not going to read everybody on here, but uh, I thought it was an interesting stat. Adjusted completion percentage on throws 20-plus yards downfield. We got Jordan Tamu of Ole Miss leading the conference with 48.3% completion percentage. Uh, Jake Fromm at second at 48, and we'll go through some of the other ones. Jared Stidham, 45.2. Uh, Jalen Hurts, 38.5. Where's Tua? Was it just 100% for that one throw? <laughs> I guess they're probably not. <laughs> nice. I, I guess that they're only showing the starter it's for like, the year. You for this list, you don't have to worry about seeing Jalen. <laughs> hey, Andy, remember when uh, Tua completed hey. that pass and it cost you a game? <laughs> hey, I do want to point out, though, that Jalen Hurts still finished somehow ahead of Jake Bentley, but Jake Bentley's supposed to still be in high school, so that's okay. Felipe Franks. I forgot he existed. That guy's going to – they're going to say that that kid should still be in high school when he's a senior. Yeah. Man, I'll tell you what. That kid, Felipe Franks, he can make all the throws. He should still be in high school. <laughs> Felipe Franks. That's my uh, – You want to hear something nerd. super interesting about Jake Bentley? Him and Lamar Jackson were both born in 1997. Just thought you should know that. Hey, me too. I believe it. Would you please turn this off? We're trying to have a <laughs> professional podcast here. Jesus, Mike. Now, you, did, you didn't include... There's a, definitely a set that I saw that was interesting that Jarrett Sidham, like... his He had a lot of passes, like... At the line of scrimmage or behind the line of scrimmage, very similar to the Jalen Hurts stats from um, 2017. Yeah, I did. I post that. No, <laughs> I, oh, wi okay. I wish you would have taken the time, you know, <laughs> to copy. Oh come oh, on! You could copy it from someone else, just like you did everything else. <laughs> this is uh, no, this is official shit on it. Andy weeks. Everyone just pile on. Let's do this. <laughs> Jesus, I'm done with this. <laughs> You know what? Whenever you guys feel like doing the research and coming up with the outline, go for it. Oh, that sounds like a lot of work. You will notice that I'm not <laughs> here. I'm that. not here bitching about you uh, it swiping it from, every, from all right. everyone. Uh, all right, Alabama all right. corner, go and go. Uh, I miss We're gonna it. let Tom I, cover this one. I'm, mi I'm missing it right now. It's on ESPN two or whatever. That's every day on ESPN's channels. No, oh, no, they got the they got the where they're falling through training tra camp or, or training, training days camp, rolling with the tide. Ugh. Yay! All right, so is it going to be? <laughs> I have a question here. Will it be Tua or Jalen? It's Tua. Jalen will start yeah. the first game, but they'll switch in and out a whole bunch, and then no, there's like no way Jalen starting the first game. Yep. Here's my prediction. Jalen starts. The first game, they switch them in and out to a starter by game three, and then doesn't give up the race. Here's here's what's going to happen, and this uh, I'll tell you why. So first of all, they they open with Louisville, right? <laughs> Louisville, is that correct, Mike? You guys open with Louisville. L Louisville, yes. So here's the problem: Louisville's defense is atrocious. If you put Jalen in there, he's going to look good, and it's going to make it harder for you to transition. So you got to just put two oh. in. Nope. Just put two That's in. What's happen. I mean, let's. I mean, let's face it. They're probably really only going to need Tua in like the Auburn game this year. Put it on the board. That's what's going to happen. Oh god! I'm not putting anything on the board. Go put it on your the board. Tell them to do it. All right, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll take okay. a picture of it. All right. You should take a picture of that board because I'd like to go through it. I will. 
I'd like to see all of your bad uh, your bad locks. I'll have you know I'm only 0 for 1 so far. The rest cannot be proven for another 2 to 3 years. <laughs> <laughs> However, you're still, you're still, you still have an 0 for, so, you know. Uh, my, so, um... Good. My one... Uh, one that I got wrong was uh, that Al- that not Alabama that uh, the Patriots would win by uh, ten points or more in the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, I remember that now. So Jalen uh, spoke to the media for the first time, uh, like I think last week, and said a bunch of stuff. Um, said like the coaches haven't talked to him at all about yeah. any of it. And, they um, um they ended the first episode of that training day thing with that little bit like leading it as oh we'll talk about this next week but yeah maybe they will maybe they won't they won't uh probably not um True sorry they won't it's like it sucks but like watching that this video of someone like crit- criticizing jalen's passes for like two years and just like noticing all the flaws that i didn't see when i watched it live kind of makes it like obvious why jalen shouldn't be the starter just because he, he yeah his con- the consistent part of his passing game is that it has no consistency so would you say that a quarterback's primary job is to throw the ball it's got to be at least 50 percent and is he good at that 50 at least 50 percent of no, his job no well there you go so uh, yeah, I, I I'm asking a rhetorical question. Obviously, we we all know that he can't throw the ball. Um, <laughs> we were having a conversation offline about this earlier, and I think it's easier for you being a fan to, um, not easier. It's more understandable for it to take a little longer for it to settle in for you than it would for somebody that's not a fan. But um, it was pretty obvious to me the last two years that he couldn't throw the ball worth a damn. So. He looked fine, I think, in twenty sixteen. I mean, I didn't watch a lot of their games, but it didn't seem like he struggled as much as he did last year. He's it seemed like he regressed. He, 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 like he, regressed. he had uh he he got uh, game planned a lot better by Kiffin. It, they we uh, yeah, I think this past year there was not a lot of those little shuffle passes or jet sweep passes, which aren't really passes. Yeah, I mean, Turns I think out the first year, I think you saw just a bunch of passes behind the line of scrimmage yeah. and uh, that, that, jet sweeps and stuff like and, that. And there were less this year, and the offensive stats proved that it was not as good. It turns out having a good offensive coordinator who knows how to use your personnel is actually good. Imagine that. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. As much as shit as Kifkin, um, as Kifkin gets, he is a very good offensive coordinator. Well, he's, I mean, he's, yeah, he's he doing a pretty good job as head coach at FAU right yeah. now, so... I mean, yeah, uh, so as as, Mike. as the video told me, as I was listening to it, and I can link it, uh, Alabama's so loaded like across the board that, yes, no matter if the other team knows how to like defend against you, we're, we're too talented to actually stop. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, and, it doesn't matter who your quarterback is. You're probably still at least getting back to the playoffs. Now, yeah. you're going to have probably problems there, right? Cause you're just, gonna face... just like the problems of the last two years. Yeah. We, I mean... I don't know what Clemson was doing, but I mean Clemson could have easily won that game. You know. Uh, well, we uh, we had we had like a poor man. Yeah, we had a poor man's Jalen. So I mean, yeah. just imagine Jalen, but even worse. <laughs> and and we would have beaten the shit out of Georgia, you know, if not for that first half where he blew it consistently, blew it. 
Well, I think that if everybody knew that Tua was going to be the quarterback leading into the game, I think it would have. I think it would have been a yeah. little bit different than what you saw. Eh, maybe. When you're game planning for weeks for a guy that can't throw the ball, and you're just gonna okay, put game well, in the box. weeks. Okay. I mean, there yeah. was a ten day, not even a, was it nine day layoff. Okay, okay, game plan against a quarterback that can actually throw the ball. Okay, maybe you can defend that, but can you also stop the run now? No. Well, that's what Maybe. I was. I yes. was thinking. I mean, you. He. They put a freshman in. I mean, yeah, he threw sometimes, but you could have still thrown some stuff at him that I mean, that would have just flustered him. It would have. I mean, they. They did some. He made that last pass, but I mean, I, and, it, it and, is and, what it is. And, and, and yes, it, he did get flustered. I guess when he threw that interception, but he. That was. I'm not. A hundred percent sure if that he was took a being flustered. Because he took a sixteen yard loss on the play before yeah. the the and second and twenty six. So, that and, was set up because of and sixteen so, yard sack. And so did Jake Fromm. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying that he was um like it wasn't like he was perfect, but damn if he wasn't like ten times better than Jalen Hurts was. Yeah. He, I mean there was no threat to throw the ball with, with Hurts. They didn't have to respect the pass at all, whereas exactly. with Tua they um it opened up another dimension where you had to suddenly worry about the pass and the run. Seriously, so, watch that. It's an hour long of just just criticizing Jalen. And uh, I watched it, uh, it, I watched some of it. I had to skip it uh, a little bit. But it opened my it eyes. Funny. It opened my eyes a little bit more. So anyway, let, let's get this uh, uh, crimson corner moving. So the um, running backs, I, I would assume it's going to be uh, primarily Damian Harris and Najee Harris. Josh Jacobs. Oh yeah, Josh Jacobs. Yep. Uh, and then the, I know Brian Robinson. I mean, I'm sure they have a couple more, but I'm, I, yeah, I'm sure there's someone that I'm forgetting. Uh, there's no Bo, which is probably a good thing. Bo yep. was kind of. I would just assume that those two guys it. would probably be the 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 top guys, and yep. Josh Jacobs too, probably. I know Najee and Brian Robinson got dinged up, but uh, Josh uh. Josh Jacobs had like offseason ankle surgery, and he says he feels real good. Eh, they'll be fine. They yeah. got enough depth, and they they got enough uh, blue chip running backs. They should be good. Um, uh, secondary, apparently, they're replacing everybody, but um, but they've got know. a lot of like really talented young players. Yeah. So yes, they'll, they'll get yeah. beat. They'll get beat by good quarterbacks when they find a, an opponent with a good quarterback. Uh, luckily, they won't be facing too many of those. Yeah, uh, not the playoffs. Maybe probably. two or two or three during the whole season, maybe. So, I'm, really, I'm really interested. Um, there's be, there's one be. freshman uh, corner. He was I'm trying to remember his name, but his father was in the NFL. Oh shit! You talking about that new kid that they got? New kid, Sertain? yeah. Yeah, Sertain Jr. Yeah, I want to see it's how Patrick he does. Patrick Sertain. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I remember his name because there were two of them, the two five star DBs that I think were at the same program. Um, Probably the IMG. Alabama or something. got. I think it was IMG or something. Yeah, and Alabama got Patrick Sertain, and UGA got the other five-star guy. That um, what was his name? Tyson uh, Campbell. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I had to look at my notes. Uh, Tyson Campbell. But they're both uh, pretty similar, like big DBs that ideally would be like your quote lockdown DB that's yeah. like six-two with could, really long arms and, and crazy ball skills. And could probably see the field first game. 
Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll get to the Georgia corner later. So uh, linebackers, uh, um, from what I understand, you guys don't have the injury bug quite like last year, although I do know Terrell Lewis tore his ACL, and he's out for probably the whole year, maybe. Yeah. I know we've, we've had discussions of like how quick ACL injuries are rehabbing. But yeah. yeah. Steroids make that stuff really easy. Also, probably yeah. true. Uh, maybe he'll, we'll see him at the end of the year, maybe. Um, you probably can't count on that, but maybe he would be a bonus, you know. Uh, yeah. If you get him, kind of like what he, you know, did against Clemson and Georgia last year. Like Terrell Lewis is one of those linebackers that was gone the eighty, ninety percent of the year and but came back for the playoffs. It was a different injury. Wait, was he injured last? Yeah. Was he injured in twenty seventeen too? He he either had oh. a torn bicep or <laughs> like a shoulder, like a torn rotator cuff. So. There's two linebackers Man, that, came, that came back with, like, game one, game two injuries. That's brutal to miss, like, the majority of two, 2017 and then to probably miss all of 2018. Yes. It sucks. But That's rough. Um, uh, we got, like, a freshman, uh, or I guess freshman. Yeah, he's the, the guy from Washington that transferred. Oh, yeah. Ali, Ali Kaho. To be closer to family. Be closer to the family. <laughs> On the other side of the world. Yeah. Washington is way further away than Alabama from California when I checked. Yeah. Yep. It is. That's uh, I can confirm that is true. I, you can I, put that on your I, board. I remember geography from, from high school, and that's what I remember them saying. Yep. Uh, so offensive line should be good. I what I have here are that Ross. Are we still? Talking I'm gonna try Alabama? to say this. I know, it blows my mind Shit. that we're still somehow still on Alabama. Like yeah, I mean, we're, well, we're, 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 we're gonna spend much time well, on I mean, these later are, teams. Are you so. sure? Because well, I mean, I hope not. But like, we're covering their offensive line. I mean, Who cares? Yeah, I'm not even gonna cover it because I mean, I okay. think I think a well, lot of them tell are me back. about their third string kicker, Mike. Go. <laughs> uh, probably not good. <laughs> Yeah, considering they can't find their first string I, kicker. I, 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 I mean, I, I kind of hope Papa Nass, Papa Nass does isn't there. How do you feel about their snapper? <laughs> Got we a hell pro- of a long snapper. We probably have to have a, a new one or something. I don't know. Okay, next team. All right. We, we, have, to, All right. we have to find a new punter. I know that. All right, we're gonna try to uh, we're gonna try to do the the Georgia corner pretty quick. Uh, I can tell you real quick. Uh, quarterbacks can be Jake Fromm. Uh, Justin Fields is from uh, where? Really good. It's, it's Jake Fromm from State Farm. State Farm. And he's only uh, going to be the quarterback for three games, and then he's going to transfer. <laughs> so Justin Fields is going to play a lot too. He's yes. the only scholarship quarterback, so they need to get him ready to play. And also, he's just really good. Um, so he's going to get a lot of time. Also, expect UGA to be up and by then, a lot of points against then, every team, pretty pretty and, much, and put him in in like the third quarter. And Georgia's going to recruit another quarterback, and Justin Fields will transfer in a year or two. Somebody because, will transfer, most likely in a year or two. People transfer. Yes. That's what happens. That's what happens. That's why you got to keep on recruiting good pe- good people instead of skipping a year. Hello, Mark Rick. Uh, running backs. That's going to be most likely um, DeAndre Swift, who put up 618 yards last year, backing up Nick Chubb and Sonny Michelle. Um, Elijah Holyfield, he of the um, biceps that are super popular on Twitter this year. They're no one cares. <laughs> hey. FSU fans care. Okay. Uh, so Elijah Holyfield. You, you, lost, here you lost Nick Chubb. You lost Sonny Michelle. It's not going to be as good. 
Well, I mean, people said the same thing when when Gurley left, but um, okay, well, hold on. Was recruits. You're saying they're as good as five star. They're good, TV, but they were not as good as Gurley. What are you serious? Well, I mean, no, Gurley's the, um, yeah, he's probably the best running back in the in the NFL. Although, what's his name is is what? close. Uh, what's it? The hell's the other guy's name? Le'Veon. Anyway, Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell. I mean, Le'Veon has a too. has a pretty good argument for best at back in the NFL. Le'Veon Bell is clearly the best. Yeah, one either one of those. Who? I said Le'Veon Bell is clearly the best top running back in the NFL. Gurley's pretty good. I mean, I'd give it Gurley's, to either one of those. Gurley is two or three. He's up there. I feel like like David Johnson and Todd Gurley are like up there. I don't, I, don't think think David David has, I don't think David Johnson is close either. It's not even close. You could put Le'Veon Bell. You could say either one of them, really. Um, so, anyway, uh, DeAndre Swift, um, and you got Elijah Holyfield, Brian, uh, Brian Herrian, uh, James Cook, that's Dalvin uh, Cook's brother, is a true freshman. Zamir White uh, was another five-star. The um, He's the one that got, he's probably he, was the, in, he was injured, right? He got injured towards ACL in high school. They got him down there basically as soon as they could to do the surgery and rehab at UGA. And I wonder why they did that. He's fully participating in practices. Huh? I wonder why they did that. I mean, just so they could, because they have more they got, tools for yeah, rehab there than deer in, antler in high spray? school. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, that. I mean, oh, that but, doesn't. Oh, hurt. Wait, that sounds like a uh, <laughs> sounds like an NCAA violation there. Yeah. You know? This player that's not an official student is getting like preferable treatment before he's a student. Mm. He was enrolled. I mean, he was. It was an early. He was an early enrollee. Uh-huh. Sure. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> God. So anyway, I would expect Swift and Holyfield to be the main guy. Uh, Cook's gonna work it. Or uh, sorry, Zamir White's gonna uh, work his way in there. Uh, wide receiver. Uh, it's gonna be Terry Godwin. Demetrius Robertson transferred from Cal. Um, NCA said he was eligible. Uh, Michael Harmon's going to be there, and Riley Ridley, uh, Calvin's brother, um, is probably going to play too. Offensive line: four or five starters are back. They lost Isaiah Wynn to the Patriots. Um, yeah, everybody else is back. Really good offensive line. It's probably going to be at least as good as last year. It's definitely going to be bigger. Secondary: they lost Dominic Sanders and Malcolm Parrish. He of the Malcolm Parrish being the second and 26 guy. We will not miss. They picked on him all night. That was where all their yards came from, was picking on him. Um, did, did, probably not going to miss did, him. Did, did we pick on Sanders in here? No. Uh, it was Malcolm Parrish all night. Only two, because... All two of his passes were on Malcolm Parrish. Only Parish. because like, Jalen couldn't see people open against Sanders. I don't think that... Uh, if Jalen saw them, I don't think it really mattered. He, he couldn't complete the pass anything. anyway. <laughs> he couldn't complete the pass anyway, so I mean, anyway, Malcolm Parrish is gone. Uh, good riddance. They're gonna be replacing him with a much more talented uh, player. Whoever it is, there's a bunch of options. I've got written down here, but I don't want to go too far. Tyson Campbell's an option. Mark Webb, Amir Speed. We'll see. Uh, DeAndre Baker is our uh, main guy. They're gonna build around. He's the guy that nobody threw on last year hardly because, well, he's a projected first round pick this next year. For some reason, he came. Uh, he came back. Um, I guess maybe he felt like he wanted to try to try to actually win this year. Um, linebackers obviously lost Roquan Smith to the Bears. Lorenzo Carter and Davin Bellamy are also oh. in the uh, just, pros now. Just say lost everybody. Yeah, they lost. Lost, everyone. lost people. 
lost a lot of the linebackers. Yeah, Nick Trez Patrick's gonna be the main guy. DeAndre Walker had like like fourteen and a half tackles for loss last year, so I don't think uh, outside linebacker is gonna be a big drop off at all. But um, Roquan Smith is the guy you can't really replace. You just kind of have to hope that people, you know, other spots kind of improve to offset that loss. Because that's Nature's Patrick's going to be great, but Roquan Smith is like a, a once every like 10, 15 year linebacker. So you said you won't be able to replace Roquan Smith, and that's the difference between Alabama and Georgia. We can replace all these not great that. players with more great players. Well, the guys replacing him are five stars as well. I'm saying that there's a difference between a proven five star and Roquan Smith, who's like I said, a ten once every ten or fifteen year player and a a uh, highly rated uh, prospect. You don't ultimately know if if they're going to pan out pan out like that or not. But um, so anyway, defensive line should be should be pretty solid. I won't go through all the names. There's a bunch. They did get a transfer, Jay Hayes from uh, Notre Dame. Um, graduated from there, and he's going to be playing nose guard with a couple other guys. They shuffle in about eight or nine different guys. Uh, kind of indiscriminately, not indiscriminately, rather, they'll just shuffle out three to five guys on, you know, on like every play. So they always have fresh guys. Starters are kind of irrelevant, in other words, on the defensive line there. Auburn. Oh See? man, we're still going. We made we it. We made, made it through, through that we, like we, twice as fast. We've made it through as the, we've, as the We've crew. made it through quote unquote only tier one so far of the SEC. Boy. <laughs> I don't know anything more. The good with thing SEC, is this so. is gonna go. This is going to go so much quicker now. Jeez, I hope so. Okay. You go through this, I'm going to pee. <laughs> <laughs> things, things started off great for Auburn. They beat their top rivals, Alabama and Georgia, in the regular season, and then they lost to Georgia in the championship game, and then lost in a bowl game to the national champions, uh, UCF. Yep. The Citronauts. The Fighting Citronauts. Uh, so last year, as uh, this is a refresher, due to weird uh, SEC scheduling when when expansion happened with Missouri and Texas A&M, um, they get Alabama and UGA at home every other year, and they are on the road, obviously, with Alabama and Georgia, and that is this year. Uh, this year, you would expect them to the. You would expect it to uh, not be as kind. Auburn is usually pretty good at home and not so good on the road. So, yeah, they have to play three of the top six S and P plus teams in 2018. So, um, yeah, that's also not good. Jared Stidham's play? back. He was. They play Washington. Oh, okay. So. Which is actually a big game for both of them. Um, nice. Okay. So Stedham is back. He's pretty good outside of the cha- championship game. Their offensive line gave up a lot of sacks. Part of that could have been because Stedham is not the most mobile quarterback. Um, skip over the stats. They lost Cam Petway and Carryon Johnson. Cam Martin is top returning running back. There's a couple other guys. Wide receivers. Ryan Davis, Darius Slayton, Will Hastings, Eli Stove, and Nate Craig Myers, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Defensive line, they lost Jeff Holland, who was their big guy. I feel a stroke coming on. What else do you guys want to cover? Just get to South Carolina so Tom can just talk about South Carolina, which they suck for 10 minutes. Go. (laughs) I don't know. I I don't want to give them that much time. Defensive line, they lost Jeff Holland. They still got Derek Brown, Dontavis Russell, blah, blah, blah. 
Also, I want to call out this name because it's a it's amazing. Uh, Big, Big Cat Bryant. Cat Bryant. Yep, uh, that's got to be up there with all name uh, SEC. Is that his official name or nickname? Uh, it's it, got to be a his, nickname. His government name. Government name. Uh, let's see here. Where's there was another name that I posted today that we had to talk about. Uh-huh. 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 Uh, hold on. His name is also uh, Mark Markavius Bryant. Okay, yeah, here's the name. Uh, it's somebody, it, it's a running back that uh, Auburn has, and his name is Jatarvius Whitlow. And I feel like that's a name that you would hear in the uh, Key and Peel uh, college football name. Jatarvius is a pretty good name. Jatarvius Whitlow. I like that name. I can I'm, see them I'm, saying that, actually. I'm into the name Jatarvius. Jatarvius Whitlow. Got to name, name my firstborn Jatarvius. From Grambling University. Uh, okay, Tom, hey. South Carolina, go. Uh, they're bad. And the chicken, look at all them chickens. South Carolina wins at having the most delusional fan base. Every year. Okay. They think they're going to go 11-2 and two this year, so just keep that in mind. How is recruiting going there, who Tom? Are the, who are the two losses? I want to hear this. Uh, Georgia and Clemson, <laughs> they believe they will lose too. They think they'll win okay. everyone, beat every other team on the schedule. I guess they forget that they always. First of all, Kentucky has a four-game winning streak against South Carolina. Uh, I guess they forgot about that. Um, and also, they'll blow some other couple games. They barely beat Tennessee last year. Uh, I'm sure they barely beat Florida. So there you go. They lost to A&M. A&M's not very good. I don't know how you lose A&M in their in their what they had. Which was, was there last year. was there was there any game they Almost won that they lost. Like again, did they almost beat Georgia? Or uh, it was twenty-four to ten. So okay, that's not. Yeah. But it wasn't even as close as the score sounds. It was worse than that. I mean, it looked worse than that. Georgia was never in danger, and that was that weird game that happened like on a Sunday because of the uh, flooding Hurricane. or whatever. Yeah. Wait, what? The South Carolina Georgia game last year was on a Sunday. Look it up. I thought that was two years ago. Pretty sure it was last year. You can look it up, though. With Mark Richt. Mark Richt. Was Richt even your coach two years ago? That was three years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it was three years ago. Anyway, continue. <laughs> <laughs> South, South, South Carolina get deep. I don't know if you're right or not. I don't really feel like Seth looking into Jake that. Jake Bentley is still their quarterback. South, South Carolina's got Debo back. Debo Samuel's back. Debo? Uh... I don't know. Yes. I don't know why Andy put him not on the wide receiver list, but that's fine. Uh, Jake Bentley's still supposed to he's, be in high school. He's in his own area. Jake Bentley's still in, supposed to be in high school. Um, yep. Defense is still going to be super duper bad because I can't think of a single person on that defense. Um, yeah, but I hear ne- that. Neither I hear that their, their guys are actually better. Like I like them better than the five star guys that Clemson and Georgia are getting actually. Right. If you look at the film, you can see that they play a lot harder than the five-star guys, and that they should be rated they, higher. They've got five-star. The problem hearts. is the problem is two four two four seven has a big like vendetta against South Carolina, so they underrate all their uh-huh. all their recruits. Ah, so that's what the problem. Right. Is. That's exactly the problem. But let's talk about that recruiting. Let's just touch on that real quick. Supposedly, according to their fans, it's getting better. So I would like to read off the last four years. Okay. 21st in 2017, 25th in 2016, 20th in 2015, and 19th in 2014. 
Yeah. And that averages out over that time period to eighth or ninth in wait, the SEC. Wait, but hold on. That's, wait, not, that's wait, not fair. Wait. That's not fair. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's not fair. Did you go backwards in time? Wait, wait, wait. That's not fair. Did you add all-world defensive five-star tackle Josh Belk to the 2017 <laughs> class? No, no, I did not. See, that's the problem. Right. Josh right. Belk, who cannot, you know, pass his physical. Fake news. <laughs> I was... I was only like twenty percent listening. Uh, you went, you went from last year back to two thousand fourteen, and the numbers got better. So really, uh, their recruiting's gotten worse. It's pretty much the same across. It's pretty much, yeah. I mean, it, it still averages out to eighth or ninth in the conference, which, um, you know, not not great, Bob. So nope. Let's see here. Uh, they lost Kurt Roper. So their OC. Now it's uh, Brian McClendon. Their whole. Oh, that's GADB why they're going to be so much better. They're, off, they're, they're going to be. It's going to be such a much better offense this year. Even though uh, McClendon uh, is a first-year offensive coordinator, has never done this job yeah. before in his life. So, but don't worry about it. He coached a bowl game for us. It'll be fine. That's it. Mm-hmm. It'll be fine. It's going to be. Hey, fun. they won the bowl game. Well, yes, well, but I, did win the bowl there, game. I would. I wanted to say that Michigan was feeling generous that day and decided to give them the bowl game. The power of Ryan Nanny. <laughs> oh, Ryan Nanny. Um, he did actually coach a bowl game for us as well, um, and he's fine. Actually, I don't wish Brian any ill will, other than that it sucks that he's with South Carolina now. Also, he he could actually be a competent offensive coordinator, but we'll see if Muschamp allows him to do what he wants to do. On he offense, won't. Which is, I think is doubtful. Yep. Yeah. So and plus, I mean, he's got the eighth or ninth best talent in the conference to work with, so that's not a lot to work with. Um, yeah, there's not really anything special. We don't need to read through all their players. Nope. Uh, yes, my favorite part of what I've been looking forward to the most, actually. We're into our LSU preview, and at this time, we're going to, uh, I hope that you all have studied and prepared for your Coach O impersonation. I have not. No. no. But I'm sure Andrew okay. will do it. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, Why will I do it? Because you're drunk. I don't think that was a prerequisite. You- no, but I think it makes it easier <laughs> for us to convince you to do it. Hey, remember how they like got rid of like Matt Canada and they kind of like bad mouth bad mouthed them? Yeah. You know how he's oh, yeah. like now the interim head coach at Maryland. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> oh my God! Okay, I got a I got a good uh, I got some good Ed Orgeron no, quotes don't. here. I no, you up. don't. All right. Oh, I did. Pull them up. Where they at? I'll read them. Oh, is it just going to be you? Hold on. Let, let me read hey, one, and then I'll let how you. Many you have? I'll, read, I'll read one. How many do you I've have? Do we, okay, you want to like split it up between us? All right, I call number four on here. Or six, number six. Where'd, where'd you put okay, it? Okay, here we go. Where'd you put it? Where are they? <clears throat> In the, the Google thing. The, the, All right, the, I call the thing we're not six. looking at. Good. All right, hold on. Perfect. Here we go. <clears throat> Wednesday night, we're going to have a team dinner. Sharon is going to have the menu up. Let me tell you a funny story. We have baked chicken on there, and Coach Pete Jenkins goes, think we can give her fried chicken? I think Coach Pete wanted fried chicken. They got fried chicken. Fried chicken makes them happy. They get it. I'm going to say one thing. That wasn't a very good impression. That wasn't a very good impression. I'll tell you why. (sighs) Because I could understand what you were saying. That's that's fair. Also, my throat started hurting like halfway through that. Did, 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 did anyone call number four? 
Uh, no. I'm gonna okay, do. Go ahead. I'm gonna do number two. Okay. I'm doing four. <clears throat> go ahead. No, go. Me. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> well, we said we we have to block out the noise. There will be circumstances. There will be weather. And boy, was there! I tell you, come out, guys. That's not the down by you. So I can't them. Sound like you're having a stroke. <laughs> Mike has right, a Andrew. built. Mike has a built-in advantage being from the south already, though. Yeah. See, all I, I did, I too, all, but... I, all I did, it was basically rolled my tongue up backwards and stuck it like behind my back teeth. Wait, your tongues aren't behind your teeth to begin with? What's happening? Right. Andrew, go ahead, and then Tom. I hope you're ready. I'm with not can I? One, can I? Go ahead. Can I do mine as a uh, artistic interpretation of Christopher Walken doing an Ed Orgeron impression? Reading Ed Orgeron. Sounds like quote? it's gonna be a dumpster fire. Yes, go ahead. All right, I gotta get into the Christopher Walken ness. How? I used to stop at the Exxon <laughs> and get a chicken on a stick, and they were fantastic. <laughs> I hope the cook is still there. I can stop and say hello to her. That's the ball I remember. Yeah. Chicken on a stick. It's phenomenal. The best I ever had. No better than Raising Cane's. All right. All right that's my Ed Orgeron uh, it just sounded, impression. I mean, it just sounded like a Christopher Walken impression. Well, it was Christopher Walken just plays Christopher Walken. I don't know what you want from him. I mean, I feel like all you were doing was uh, doing Christopher Walken. It sounds like Tom is daring Christopher Walken not to be Christopher Walken. It sounds well. I'm saying yeah. it sounds like Andrew can't doesn't want to do an Ed Orgeron, <laughs> but he knows he does a good Christopher Walken one. So he goes, "Oh, I'm just gonna do this thing, and it'll be fine." <laughs> I, I'll probably rock it out. We get tired of hearing. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna beat Mike. So why even try? Although it's a good song, and that's doing it while it's there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do move on. Oh, in order, I'll go call some plays. Right, I cannot believe we're still right. only 14 on. deep into this preview. Well, we're almost done with any of the ones we're actually going to cover. All right, so but Tom, I, Tom, right, do number, do Tom, for you. Tom, do number seven. Go, no, Tom, go, seven. Go. go. Uh, I was going to do number three. Then do it. But I could do number seven. Go for it. All right. <clears throat> All right, we'll do number seven. I'll play Rocky Top. We'll get tired of hearing Rocky Top all week. Mm -hmm. Although it was, it was a good song, and I enjoyed it while I was there. Mm -hmm. Wait, when did well, he now turn you just sling blade? Sling blade. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> nah, he got he got any French fried taters. <laughs> Some people call it a sling blade. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll, I'll give one more go. Give me give me one more. Uh, number number three was the one I was going to go for. Yes. but You want me to do number three? Do it. Yeah. <clears throat> number... <clears throat> I wish Todd's shampoo was danceable. Boy, pants lighter. Oh, I don't know if it's one ever easier. Now you sound like the water boy. <laughs> oh, Bobby Boucher. It turned into garbles at the end. You literally couldn't understand a goddamn thing you were saying towards the end of that thing. <laughs> well, I mean, that no. was kind of like Kocho. No, I think it's possible. Fuck, let's 
This comment from the chat is pretty great. Why does your Ed Orgeron sound like Homestar Runner? Uh, <clears throat> which one? Mine? Uh, I'm trying to remember why. Yeah, I'm I would tra- assume so. How did Homestar Runner sound like? Yeah, Something like that. Yeah, like us. That was, was a higher a pitch like with a slur. Why was a pan? Why was a pan? All right, that's basically... Uh, I think okay, he meant Strong well, Bad, is what he was talking about. You sounded like... Oh, yeah, yeah, Strong Bad. Do that system is down. That was Trog- is it what was the what was that dragon's name? Trogdor the Burninator? Yes. Trogdor the Burninator. <laughs> Can we move on? No. Please. This okay, is way yeah. more fun than talking about Auburn. I mean I don't want to talk about Auburn. <laughs> Andy <laughs> wants to talk about Auburn. Roll tide. I guess the only thing about LSU to know is that they had four quarterbacks and now they have two. Yeah. That's it. And they, you, had, they, okay, had a, they had a probably wait. good offensive coordinator, and now they don't. I had posted uh, a thing in the thread, which I feel like did not get enough love. Did you see the stat I posted that uh, since 2005, LSU mm-hmm. has obviously had 13 recruiting classes? Oh, wait, I saw that on Twitter. Uh, in, in those 13 recruiting classes, they've gotten 20 quarterbacks. Of those 20 quarterbacks... Four have completed their careers at LSU. Fifteen have been dismissed or departed slash switched positions, and nine never played a single down. LSU, where quarterback dreams come to die. The most amazing thing is how many wide receivers they put in the NFL with their uh, shit-tastic uh, quarterbacking. Those I mean, Landry line. and o- o- OB- Odell, Beckham. Odell Beckham Jr. ODB, yeah. old dirty bastard. Great wide receiver for LSU. And I know we're probably missing a receiver or two. Yeah, they've, they've had plenty. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, Coach O on the hot seat. Uh, they got a new offense coordinator. Matt Cannon is gone. He's at Maryland, where he is the interim head coach now, with DJ Durkin being on hey, administrative leave. I kind of talked about that. Yeah, we did. Uh, so, Steven Zminger is their new offensive coordinator who has not called f- plays full-time since 1998. Shit. What could go wrong? Uh, he actually uh, was an offensive coordinator at UGA, I think, in 1992 with Eric Zier. Um God, that was a long time ago. He's now our color commentator for the radio. Eric Zier is. For some reason, um, I think Zminger was at Auburn at one point. He probably was. He's been a lot of places. He just hasn't done anything like visible that anybody would remember him by in like yeah. 20 years. So anyway, uh, yeah, he's going to play different than what Canada wanted to do, which was all those shifts and stuff. Insminger is going to play like what Coach o, what the Coach o wants to do, which is physical. Run it right at him. Uh, that's what he wants to do. Okay. Uh, they got. They have another Fournette named Lannard Fournette as a running back. No, Lannard. Lannard. Lanyard. Lanyard Fournette? Lenard or Lan- Lanyard. Um, and a bunch of guys I don't know who they are. Quarterback, uh, the only thing interesting there would be potentially Joe Burrow transfer from Ohio State Ooh, yeah. or other guys. I heard he's been getting snaps at the uh, once. Does, it, does he have to yeah. sit out a year? Or? No, he's a grad transfer. He's I fine. think he graduated. Oh. Um, yeah, so he'll probably be the guy. It could be Miles Brennan or other guys. Uh, Jonathan Giles or Giles had 1,100 yards receiving. He's probably the number one guy. Apparently, they have other guys too. We don't need to read that. Dave Aranda, 
He's pretty good DC there. Uh, before this, he was at Wisconsin. He's got a lot of people to replace, but LSU has talent, and he's a pretty good coordinator, so they should be good. Problem is, their schedule is brutal this year, and Coach O doesn't know what he's doing. So, I mean, people are seriously thinking that he might start one and two the first few games. I've heard some stuff about him potentially starting one and five, but I haven't looked at Ooh. completely at his schedule. Um, it's it's rough. Uh, cross division, I know they drew um, Georgia this year, and who's their permanent? Is it uh, Florida? Florida. Florida. Well, Florida is rebuilding. Yeah. It's still not great normally. So next one is... Mississippi State. Sorry, I was just reading somebody's typing something live. Uh, Mississippi State, they have a new new quarterback. They have a new coach, uh, Joe Moorhead, who was previously offensive coordinator at Penn State. Um, His only previous head coaching experience was at FCS uh, Fordham. Supposedly really good. Blah, blah, blah. He balance system. He can, you know, use a passing quarterback or running quarterback, etc. Nick Fitzgerald's coming back from a ACL injury, kind of a poor man's uh, Tim Tebow. They uh, have a new DC Bob Shoop. Was oh, he at Penn State you before make me too? Want to shoop. <laughs> he was at Penn State no, he, before, right? I thought he was at Tennessee. Was he? I don't know. Oh yeah, you're right because Pruitt probably canned him. Uh, when he came in and brought his own guys. Anyway, Bob Shoup, he came from somewhere. Next, Missouri. I don't even really think... I wasn't planning on covering any of these. Just, we could kind of touch high level. On. I don't you? know anything about Missouri. They're probably going to have a good offense. Missouri, uh, Drew Locke is supposed to be really good. Yeah, They're going to put up a bunch of points and give again. up a bunch. Yep, move on. Florida has a new coach. Uh, Florida, uh, Dan Mullen's there. Uh, they got a long way to go. Yep. He's not recruiting well so far. Yep. Uh, Texas A&M has a new coach. Yep. They paid him a lot of money. Jimbo Fisher. Yep. They paid him uh, 10 years, $7.5 a year guaranteed. Uh, pretty ta- crazy. Did we talk about Kentucky? We are now. Uh, they're next. Uh, no, actually, yes. Uh, they, they, still can't, they still can't beat Florida, even with like... The, but they can beat yeah, South they, Carolina. They have a... They have a Stoops there. I can't... I can never remember if it's Mark or Mike. I think it's Mark Stoops. Um, Carl it might be Ki- it might be Kyle. There's Certainly always a Kyle Bob. somewhere. No, it's Mark. Kyle Stoops. Mark Stoops. He's been uh, there forever. Keep going. <clears throat> Todd Stoops. Yeah, that's about all I got to say. I will actually see the Georgia Kentucky game this year. I'll go down again. Um, see here, they're going to be in Lexington. Cool. Uh, it's going to be a blowout, I'm sure. Um, so after Kentucky, we got uh, Tennessee. I hear, <laughs> I hear they're like, a new coach. I hear they're already getting like dinged with like NCAA troubles in recruiting. Are you being serious? Yeah. I didn't hear. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's. That. I'm sure it's small fry, but there's like issues. You're a small I mean, fry. <laughs> nailed it. Uh, so uh, yeah, Jeremy Pruitt's the <laughs> new head coach there. <laughs> you know he had to do it to him. So uh, Tennessee has, uh, yeah, Jeremy Pruitt's there now. You got a new coaching staff. Um, I yep. like how the shutdown full cast refers to him. I think it's Spencer Hall actually refers to him as looking like a a bowl of ham salad. And, <laughs> wow. you know, every time I see Jeremy Pruitt, that kind of, I'm like, you know what? He kind of does look like a bowl of ham salad. It's all it, all, it, all it is is a, like a temp holder for uh, uh, Fulmer. Fulmer wants back. <laughs> He's going to pull a Barry Alvarez and just yep. take over. Yes. 
Yeah, I think that's inevitable. Um, I hope so. Yeah, I would, I would love well. to kick the shit out of former again. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, Vanderbilt, yeah, it's still what's his name, uh, Mason. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. he's still a pretty good coach, but man, he's he doesn't have anything to work with there. Arkansas hey. has a another head coach, a new a new head coach. Uh, Tom, uh, Tom, 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 Tom remembers him. Who what? Chad Morris, uh, new head coach at Arkansas. Only person from uh, the Dabo coaching tree. I guess he has a small branch, too. <laughs> yeah, so far. Um, so, I actually think Chad Morris is going to do well there, I, but I, I think, think so too. It's, it's just could take a few years. Yeah, he's going to yeah. need to get some players. I mean, because he's taken over for what's-his-face, and that's not the kind of players that he needs for his uh Supposedly... What podcast name playing nobody? They were saying that towards the last couple of years, Bert had actually been running way more of like a spread type thing. So they were thinking that it may not take quite as long as you would think. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, I don't. That doesn't really jive with what I saw um, on TV much when I watched Arkansas, unfortunately. So I think he's going to be good, but it's going to take some time. Ole Miss has Mike, Matt Luke. Almost said Mike. They have Matt Luke as their head coach, and they're going to be awful. So, that is the end of our SEC preview. Next sure week, we're going to do conference predictions. Yeah. I'm done now thought, with conference. I thought you were about to say Conference USA. Conference USA. <laughs> I would have just noped out of that one. <laughs> Next week, we're doing the Sun Belt. Um, actually, we do have one question. No. Oh. We have one question, and it's from a Texas fan. Which first-year coach will have the best chance of being successful year one in the SEC? Mullen. Chad Morris, Jimbo, etc. Mullen. Only because the East is so much worse uh, than the West. I think I, I think you have to define success here. Um, with what? Um, I think so Florida. Who's going to have the best I, I record? Be hard. who's going to have the best record? Out of all, out of all these new coaches, there's only like uh, three. Or four what's, 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 the, what's, the, what's the choices? What's the choices? What's the choices? Dan Mullen. Yeah, Pruitt, Chad Morris, Dan Mullen, or Joe Moorhead. Uh, I'm going between Dan Mullen and Joe Moorhead. Dan but, Mullen. Um, Dan Mullen takes him to eight wins. Yep, that's what I'm thinking. Or Jimbo. Uh, Jimbo's, I mean, Jimbo's in the West. He's going to lose a lot of games. Yeah, Jimbo and Moorhead have the problem of being in the good... Jimbo's in the. Not only is Jimbo in the West, he also has to play Clemson out of conference, so he's going to have a rough go of it first year. Yeah, his first month. Uh, his, yeah, the schedule, I guess I'll go with Dan Jimbo's schedule in the first month is brutal. Yeah, it is. I think Moorhead could actually do pretty well there, but I mean, like, pretty well on like Mississippi State's like scale is like eight J- wins. So Jackie, it's Jackie Sherrill. Yeah. Exactly. Is that their best coach they've ever had? I think it is. They, they say Dan Mullen is, but I don't believe him. Dan Mullen never cut off Bull's testicles. <laughs> is that what makes him good That coach? we know of. Yeah, well, I mean, they do have an affinity for wildlife with uh, ex-coaches at Florida, so... Um. <laughs> Anyway, that's all the questions that we have for this week, and that's all the previews that we're doing this year for conferences. We made it, guys. So, so next week we got to do conference predictions, so I expect Andrew to be ready to go with spreadsheets. 
and can, stuff like that. Andrew, tell, say the name of the software you were talking about using. Tableau. Okay, I was wondering what it sounded like. It's Tableau. It's, it's like, all you, you know, it's all like France. It's all LSU on your ass. <laughs> no, there's not. I didn't see any EU do, EUXs on that. It, it's E-A-U-X. E-A-U. Okay. That's it for this week. Um, I don't see any more questions being posted. So that will do it. And tune in next week for another episode of the Decide Schematic Advantage. Our intro song is called Tech It. The author is Pipe Choir. The song is available at pipechoir.com. And this is using the Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. Thank you. <laughs>